What up, world? Welcome to, all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Friday, September 11th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you enjoyed the NFL's return on Thursday night. I actually waited to record this until after the season opener, the Kansas City Chiefs taking down the Houston. Texans final score 34 to 20 so great to have football back so great to watch the fun high-flying offense of Kansas City uh, they are now 1-0 on the season big shocker and also big shocker the joke that was super obvious was made by everybody in the world the Houston Texans sure could use a number one wide receiver uh, their former number one wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins did have a subtweet of sorts late Thursday night uh, tweeting out the word grateful so he was either subtweeting his former team or he was talking about a very infamous alliance in Big Brother history. Um, Before we get to football, um, and this is obviously, um, you know, uh, the Friday before the first Cowboys game of the season, and there's a lot to get to. um, I mentioned it is September 11th, and I live in the United States. The Dallas Cowboys play in the United States. The National Football League takes place in the United States, and September 11th is obviously, um, September 11th, 2020 is the 19-year anniversary of one of the most tragic days in our country's history. Uh, I don't have to tell you, you know, what happened. Obviously, you're aware. Um, It's you know, it's obviously unreal to believe that it's been 19 years. Um, And, you know, I know that we have a lot of international listeners, and I know that you know what September 11th is and and what happened on September 11th, 2001. Um, And so the anniversary of it has always served as, um, as a day of reflection and as a day of introspection. And I mean, it, it just... I think it goes without saying that our thoughts and our prayers are with everybody who still deals with the aftermath of that horrible day. Um, it's, it's one of those days that we all remember where we were. We all remember what was happening. We all remember everything around it. Um, and, and I think, you know, my, my thought is I love you. Who, whoever you are, wherever you're listening, I love you. I talk all the time about how we love our community at Blogging the Boys. And I mean that for the bottom of my heart. And I love that we all get to come together um, to root for a common cause. In this case, it's the Dallas Cowboys, right? They're our favorite football team. And so um, we, we share that in common. And so the fact that we get to to root with one another is a really cool thing at its heart. And, and obviously we disagree sometimes or whatever. Um, but um, who, whoever you are, wherever you're listening, um, I love you and, and I'm, I'm grateful for, for your part in my life. And I'm grateful that you have chosen to make us part of yours at least today. And, um, and I, I do hope you have a, just a very special day. Um, and, and today is, is a very, 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 very somber day for the United States. Um, and, and on the subject of um, just kind of looking at things and evaluating things, obviously the biggest Dallas Cowboys story of Thursday, and I, I promise we'll get to football, uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, in case you missed the backstory, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, did a sit-down interview with Graham Bensinger and talked about a variety of things. And we actually talked about this on Thursday's episode of the show. Uh, I mentioned that Graham Bensinger's YouTube channel had, and, and I believe they're all still up, had about 12 different videos uh, that were kind of clips from this one long interview. And and most of them are with Dak, some are with his father, some are with his brother, um, talking about just a variety of things, right? Dak Prescott's contract status, uh, you know, his rookie life and, you know, what he thought 
when Jerry Jones kind of hinted about Tony Romo. I mean, again, a number of topics. Uh, but obviously, uh, one of the topics included the suicide of Dak Prescott's brother this offseason. Dak Prescott's brother, Jace Prescott, committed suicide this offseason. And he and his, his other brother, Tad, were asked about this in the interview. Obviously, got very emotional. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend uh, watching Dak Prescott talk about this just because he is so impressive, and I think he speaks very well on the subject. And Dak Prescott spoke about how over this offseason, dealing with that and, and dealing with the climate of our world amid COVID-19, he dealt with depression and, and talked about the state of his mental health, which is a very difficult thing to do. And I'm not at all trying to say that I am an expert on mental health by any means, um, but, you know, what Dak Prescott did was very brave. It's a very, very brave thing to talk about that. And you obviously saw, I assume, because I know that you keep tabs on everything happening, that um, on uh, on on FS1's Undisputed, Skip Bayless um, had some comments about Dak Prescott's comments and, and said that he did not sympathize with him uh, because Dak Prescott is the quarterback for America's team. And Dak Prescott has to be a CEO and a leader and um, admitting that he dealt with depression um, sort of suggested that he was fallible as a leader and suggested that he was not the leader the Cowboys needed because they were America's team, etc. And I, I just want to say, I, I wrote about this at blogontheboys.com. If you want to go read it, I had some tweets about this as well um, that, that I, I find what Skip Bayless to have said to be extremely dangerous um, and, and that I find what Dak Prescott to have said to be incredibly brave. Um, Skip Bayless's assertion that because Dak Prescott is who he is or, or holds the spotlight that he holds, that 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 means he should not speak about his his feelings, his emotions, his well being, his his mental state um, is is an incredibly just incredibly dangerous place to put people in. Uh, whoever you are, um, wherever you are, and kind of the point we just made. I mean, not, not, I, you matter. I, I don't I don't know any other more matter of fact way to put it. You matter. The way you feel matters. And that was the point I took away from Dak Prescott, uh, both in describing why he spoke up about his own emotions in the interview with Graham Bensinger and on Thursday in talking to reporters. Um, I, I think that Dak Prescott is an incredibly impressive person uh, off the field. I mean, we're, we're talking about non-football related things here. And so I, I thought that Dak Prescott used his platform for an incredible purpose and I, you know, people tend to get one way about this and, and grab pitchforks and things like that. And, and, and I'm not trying to, to go one way or the other there. All I'm saying is, is I hope that I hope that anybody that saw what Skip Bayless had to say saw how overwhelmingly supported Dak Prescott was and is for saying what he did, because that's the heart of what matters here. Um, I, I can speak only for myself. Uh, I, I'm a Christian, and that's what what centers me in my life. I tweeted that, and and that is the the basis for for my peace in my life. And I know that you have your own you know basises for peace in your life, and whatever they are, I'd love to talk to you about them if you want to talk. Uh, my DMs are open. I say that all the time. Uh, my DMs are open on Twitter or Instagram. You can shoot me an email. I say that every episode because I mean it. rj.ochoa.sbnation.com. If you want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, you want to talk about Dak, you want to talk about his contract, you want to talk about fantasy football, you want to talk about life, if you want to talk, I will absolutely talk because 
that matters. Loving our, our fellow human matters. That's an important thing to me. And, um, and I'm really proud to be a fan of Dak Prescott because what he did was incredibly impressive. And it, it's a shame that, that anybody would kind of hurl stones at that. Um, but, but hopefully a lesson was learned. Um, and, um, and hopefully Dak Prescott, um, you know, continues to be who he's been to this point. So I know that was a lot of non-football talk. It was very important, as you well know. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys do play a football game in two days, which is very exciting. And we, by the way, will have a preview with our friend who covers the Los Angeles Rams, Kenneth Arthur. Kenny is a great friend of mine. Uh, you might remember I talked about uh, he and I did a podcast uh recapping the uh the survivor series uh season not series uh survivor season finale winners at war it was he and i tug coker who's an actor and scott porter who's an actor who played uh street and friday night lights so that was a lot of fun and, and kenny's great he he does a lot of work for our california teams over at sb nation and so he is on today's episode of girls talking boys you can hear kelsey charles and meg murray interview kenny later on today in your podcast feed make sure you do subscribe to the blog and the boys podcast feed we are available on all major podcast platforms it is the regular season which means we have dallas cowboys content and coverage coming your way all the time i mean you've got this episode now girls talking boys later today cowboys oi manana appropriately and then on sunday after the cowboys game is over when they get that dub you will have your official blog on the boys post game show right here on the ocho but on the subject of football um other other shows happened on uh, on thursday and um and the herd the herd with colin coward happened um obviously a very popular radio show and akib talib a veteran nfl cornerback who retired uh recently this week actually akib talib retired and announced he was going into media and things like that and so i'm sure we'll be hearing from akib talib across a number of podcasts and things like that shortly but uh he has ties to the dallas area and uh he was on the herd and he was talking talking about the Cowboys and just kind of, you know, hyping them up a little bit. And he started speaking about Trayvon Dix, which is a very exciting thing. And he said this, he said, uh, we can't sleep on Trayvon Dix. We can't. He'd been in my gym, A plus D one out here in Dallas, Carrollton. He's been in my gym. He's been in the lab with myself and I really got a chance to see him, Colin. I really got a chance to break down his movement and really he's going to be a star in this league. Remember where you heard it, Colin. Trayvon Diggs is going to be a star in this league. He sent me some clips two nights ago. The guy had five interceptions in practice. Uh, I did get a tweet um, that was in in fun uh, that said, so Dak already threw five interceptions in practice. Oh my gosh. Uh, But I will say, I think it was last maybe july was it july or august that jimmy garoppolo threw five interceptions in practice and got roasted and so i mean the 49ers went to the super bowl no big deal uh on the subject uh of of kind of connecting weird dots the last time that the kansas city chiefs won the first game of the season the thursday night game on nbc was 2017 they beat the new england patriots you'll remember uh that was um, a big game for alex smith and uh later that week on sunday night football the dallas cowboys won the first game on sunday night football that year so the dallas cowboys play on sunday night football this week that's that bodes well i think but um so i feel like um you know, you know one of our writers at blogging the boys danny phantom made a point recently that trayvon diggs could actually make a bigger impact in 2020 than cd lamb and i know that 
in some respects, that sounds like, whoa, what are you talking about? Um, and and CeeDee Lamb, I think, will be more exciting when, when he makes his impact because he's CeeDee Lamb and because he's a receiver and because he's the yet god and things like that. But in terms of contributions, there, there's a legitimate point to that because Trayvon Diggs plays a position where the Cowboys are in much more need. Uh, in fact, you look at what happened on Thursday's injury report, Chidibe Awuze, a full participant in practice, which is good to see Amari Cooper as well. Luke Gifford still limited and Jordan Lewis no practice yet again. Um, so, I mean, I don't know that I, I, I don't think, this is my own personal opinion, I don't think Jordan Lewis plays this week. Remember, and I said this yesterday, Stephen Jones did say earlier in the week that they thought Jordan Lewis and Luke Gifford could need two weeks. Uh, that was, you know, I'm paraphrasing. But so we might not get Jordan Lewis or Luke Gifford this week or next week against Atlanta. Um, so, you know, we should all prepare for that, which is why Trayvon Diggs could be thrown into the fire pretty quickly. And it seems like he might be ready for that. And if he is... Goodness gracious, that would be a lot of fun if the Dallas Cowboys had a playmaking rookie cornerback, but we will see. Um, This is the last time that you and I will talk until the Dallas Cowboys have defeated the Los Angeles Rams. Again, our podcast schedule is Girls Talking Boys Later Today and Cowboys Oye Manana. The next time you'll hear me is our postgame show. So, I mean, my, my overall predictions for this game... I do think CeeDee Lamb scores. I think CeeDee Lamb has a, has a solid game in terms of general um, kind of appearances. And I think that CeeDee Lamb scores and we, we have a lot of fun and it creates a lot of, you know, just good vibes. And I think that'll be great. Uh, I, I hung out with our friends at UK Cowboys, did their show on Thursday. Uh, we talked about, you know, the middle of the field, really, for the Cowboys offensively. I mean, that Rams linebacking core is weak. And so I think that that can be had either by CeeDee Lamb or by Blake Jarwin. Uh, but but I I do think that Tyler Higby could be a bit of a problem for the Cowboys, but but ultimately I think offensively for Los Angeles, I think Cooper Cup, that I mean that that's the difference here, right? I mean that that's kind of I don't want to say the measuring stick, but that is a bit of a measurement in terms of how great or how solid this Cowboys secondary really is if they're able to stop the likes of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, because next week you got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and, and that's a whole different thing. So um, that that's a great way to kind of see who you are, how you stack up, and, and what you're going to be this season. But um, I've done a few different score predictions, so you'll forgive me if you've heard me somewhere else. But my general score, I think the Cowboys win something like 33, 23, 30. 326, something like that. Uh, and I think we have ourselves a good time next week as the Cowboys are 1-0. Uh, it will be a lot of fun. By the way, the entire Monday Football Monday crew is undefeated. Make sure you subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. We will have a new episode of Monday Football Monday out Monday morning as well. Obviously recapping everything that happened on Sunday. I want to reiterate that I love you. I care about you. You're the best, and uh, I'm very grateful that you and I get to experience the Dallas Cowboys season together. I'm RJ Ochoa. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa. You can email me, rj.ochoa at espionation.com. You can also do me a huge favor. You can have the absolute best Friday of all time because more than often is ever said around here, you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys, and peace out. 